You absorb everything that you put on. And like I said, that's why I want everyone to start thinking about your whole digestive system as the outside world trying to get in because you have a whole pathway to protect and it all starts with the oral biome. This is another reason why good health starts in the mouth is because when you swallow bacteria, good or bad, that sets up what is inside your digestive system. You're listening to Muscle Medicine, where we debunk the myths in the health and wellness world to bring you the latest updates in exercise, rehab, and nutrition from industry leaders. Join your host, Dr. Emily Kybert, chiropractor and movement expert, as she brings you simple, actionable tips to reach your fullest potential. Very exciting today. We have Trina Felber on the podcast, Muscle Medicine. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, Emily. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So we have met within the last year and you have this amazing product line that is really kind of debunking what our typical habits and traditions are around oral health care. And I'd love to just start with how did you how did you get on this path? Oral health was not something that I ever envisioned I'd be talking about. But yeah, I'm a registered nurse and I've always heard that good health begins inside the mouth. I never really understood what that meant. Now I do. And I think that um, most people don't really understand what that means. But how I got on the oral health journey myself is that when my daughter was two years old and, you know, the molars are all starting to come in. She had a molar come up that had this defect on it. It was, it looked like a cavity. So we took her to the dentist and the dentist looked at this tooth and said, you know what, that that's a natural defect that happened in utero during development. There's nothing you could have done about it, but it is like a natural cavity and it needs a filling and it's pretty bad. So I don't expect that this tooth will last more than a year. So we'll put a temporary filling in it hope for the best and see what happens. But it really is a molar that should last into her teens. So I was really just thinking to myself, you know, there's got to be a better way. So I started researching toothpaste and realized that if I continued to use exactly what I was using, she would lose that tooth within a year. She would be on the path of there's nothing we can do. There's no way to remineralize that tooth or, or strengthen that tooth. It'll have to be pulled. So what I started research, I started researching Dr. Weston Price. I started researching how to remineralize a tooth or what really is in a tooth, what, how to heal a cavity and came up with a formula that contains three different clays because what I found was that clay has the minerals in it that your teeth need to replace the ones that you're losing. So I wasn't sure how that was going to work with her tooth and with the filling, but I, th I thought it's the best shot that I got because if I continue doing what I'm doing, I'm heading down a path where she's going to lose that tooth. So I might as well try something. And what's really interesting is my mouth at that time, I had been having oral problems, dental problems, which I didn't realize were dental problems. I thought I was just getting older. And my teeth were becoming really sensitive. In fact, two of my teeth had broken in the past two years. And I, and I was just beside myself wondering how this was happening, but thought this was part of life. And so when I made the tooth powder, I noticed initially or immediately that my teeth felt better and they got stronger. And my daughter's tooth 
actually is still in her mouth. She's now 10 years old. That original filling is still in place. And the dentist is just amazed that when she gets x-rays and everything, the tooth looks fine. There's no problems with it. From a mother to a mother, the thought of having to pull a two-year-old, three-year-old's tooth out or give them anesthesia or knock them out like brings chills to my skin. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I'm an, I'm a nurse anesthetist. And my biggest fear was, you know, the temper, we did the temporary filling cause she didn't need anesthesia for it. They were just going to do a quick. And so it was one of those things where since we're not doing anesthesia and she's two and she's probably going to move and it's probably not going to be the best filling. That's one of the reasons that the tooth wasn't going to last more than a year or we could do anesthesia. And I was like, no, we don't need to do that. Let's, let's see what happens. And let me see what I can come up with. I'd already been making products for Primal Life Organics and already been formulating things and I had a good background. And so I, I figured if I could just find the information that I needed, there has to be something better out there. And that's what I did. I just researched it and came up with a formula that actually works extremely well. So for people who don't know what remineralization of teeth is in that process, can you describe it and kind of what the importance of it is? Absolutely. This is my favorite topic. I geek out on this. Love it. <laughs> so first off, your, your mouth is basically the gateway to your internal system. And how I like to frame it for people is you have to remember that your, your body is in touch with the outside world. And for the most part, the outside world is sort of toxic and you want to keep the toxic things out of your body. And I've been trying to reframe people's minds of thinking about the outside world that extends completely through your entire tube that goes from your mouth to your tail as really the outside world because it really doesn't enter you until it passes through some sort of mucous membrane. So even your gut, I would consider still the outside world. Mm. And really, I mean, really, if you think about it, you, you need the biome in your mouth and the biome, the microbiome all the way through your entire digestive system. It's the same thing in your lungs and the same thing in your skin. That is all the outside world trying to get in. And the biome is what helps keep those bad things out, keeps your mucous membranes and your tissues um, healthy so that the bad stuff stays out. So the start of that is inside your mouth. And if you have a healthy mouth, that's an indication that your internal health is good. You can actually open someone's mouth, look inside someone's mouth and predict what their health level is based on what their mouth looks like. And you're looking at their tongue, their hydration status, the color of their mucous membranes. You're looking at their dental health. Do they have a lot of cavities? Is their teeth sensitive? Are they yellow, brown, discolored? Gingivitis, you're looking at their gums. Are they red? Are they sore? Are they bleeding? You know, or are they really broken down? I talk a little bit about leaky gum syndrome. We've heard about leaky gut. And leaky I love that. <laughs> There's the triad. I have a triad. It's you, you, you know, leaky brain syndrome, leaky gut syndrome. But the very base of that triangle is your gum tissue. Your gums are where it all starts. If you don't have leaky gum syndrome, you most likely don't have leaky gut and you most likely don't have leaky brain syndrome. But it's the leaky gums that really gets it because that's the start of your immune system. So when you're talking about cavities and how to, what is demineralization? Demineralize it. Your teeth are made up of a bunch of different minerals, including calcium and phosphorus. If you think of your teeth like bones, we can all, I don't know why we can relate to bone tissue even more. Um, you know what I mean? Like your teeth are right there. You see them, you brush them every single day. You don't even see your bones, but everybody gets it with bones that when bones break, you can heal bones. Yeah. 
Well, your teeth are the same way. Your teeth are basically bone, but actually made stronger and harder because of the environment that they're in. They have to deal with a fluctuation in pH. They go from acidic to alkaline, back to acidic, back to alkaline. There's bacteria, all sorts of things. Whereas your bone is in an environment that doesn't have to fluctuate. It just needs an influx and outflux of calcium and phosphorus and minerals. And if you believe that you can heal a bone, you really should believe that you can heal your teeth. In fact, your tooth is actually stronger than your bone and it's made up oh. the, of the same minerals. What's really crazy is that when we put fluoride and water and fluoride and toothpaste, the whole idea behind that was it was going to make your teeth stronger and cavity resistant. When fluoride actually enters your tooth and replaces the minerals, it actually bounces your mineral out and replaces the mineral. And that's part of the problem because fluoride really isn't making your tooth stronger. It's actually weakening it. And then you're exposing yourself to a toxin, a neurotoxin that can actually enter your body through your tooth, if there's enough fluoride in there, and through your other um, mucous membranes and things like that. But demineralization is the process of minerals leaving your tooth. And that happens primarily in an acidic environment. And how do you get an acidic environment? You get an acidic environment using sugar or when you eat sugar or foods that have carbohydrates or sugar and the bacteria that's living inside your mouth. So those two things combined make an acidic environment, which then causes minerals to leave your teeth. And then you end up with sensitivities. You're sensitive to hot and cold. And if that is happening, that is the time to stop the demineralization process. And I have a complete easy way to do that. If you don't replace those minerals, you are on the path to having a cavity, which can lead to other things. The other problem with the acidic environment and the bacteria and the sugar is that it leads also to gum disease. The gum disease part of it is where, when we talk about the leaky gum syndrome, is where bacteria and other things can enter through. It's a breakdown in your gum tissue where it can enter into your bloodstream because your gums have a high vascular content and it's easy for things to pass through there. So you want to make sure your gums are very healthy. The one thing I do want to mention is that the first, the very first sign that you are on your way to leaky gum syndrome or cavities is bad breath. Yeah. So if someone, let's go on this leaky gum syndrome. If someone yeah. has leaky gum, has like gingivitis, their gums are inflamed, their teeth are discolored, what goes through your head in terms of what is going on other than leaky gut? Mm-hmm. Some, are we, does heart disease, diabetes, like what comes to mind in terms of serious things? So the research shows that the bacteria that's been found in people that have gum disease has been found in the brains of people that have dementia and Alzheimer's. It's the exact same bacteria. And what happens is it leaks into your system and travels and it can get across the blood brain barrier. Talk about leaky brain syndrome. That's where you develop the dementia. They have found the same bacteria in people that don't have dementia, but the percentage is like, like very, very low on the amount of the bacteria that was found. So it's interesting in the people that had dementia had high levels of that bacteria inside their brain. It also leads to heart disease. So heart disease and coronary artery disease, the plaque that is found inside the coronary arteries is the same plaque that's on the teeth because plaque is a biofilm. That's all it is, is a biofilm, a buildup of bacteria that creates this hardening to protect the bacteria so the bacteria can survive. 
but heart disease has been completely, totally linked to oral health. Women that are pregnant, it's so, so, so important, especially if you're planning a pregnancy, to make sure your oral health is in tune because a baby's health totally depends on mom's oral health. In fact, dental disease or gingivitis has been linked to preterm or low birth weight babies. So that's another problem. You mentioned the gut a little bit, leaky gut syndrome or the loss of the good bacteria inside your gut leads to issues related to leaky gut syndrome. But the problem starts inside the mouth. When we brush with things, I call it toxipaste. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For all the viewers that might see the video, um, when you brush with something that has harsh ingredients in it, like triclosan, SLS, even the artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, all of those things make a change inside your mouth. They make a change to, for it to be more acidic. They're like taking an antibiotic twice a day. You are sterilizing your mouth, which means you're killing the bad bacteria that can cause gingivitis, but you're also killing your good bacteria, your good biome. And that good biome is really important and protective. And that's where your immune system starts. That's the start of all health issues is destroying your good bacteria. So you really want to make sure you're brushing with something that can kill the bad bacteria or set up the environment that's conducive to good bacteria, but not bad bacteria, but you still support and grow a healthy biome. Here's why. When you swallow, this is the key factor I think that a lot of people miss when they have digestive disorders or digestive problems and they take probiotics, but they don't quite get it resolved completely. Your mouth is the start of your healthy biome and it's completely different. There there might be some biome or bacteria that are the same, but for the most part, the bacteria that lives in your mouth is unique to the things that you're exposed to inside your mouth, including H. pylori and E. coli. Hmm. You're exposed in your mouth. If you don't have the right bacteria inside your mouth, you swallow that E. coli, H. pylori, whatever the case may be, the common cold, flu, whatever. You swallow that when you swallow your saliva, when you eat your food, when you chew anytime. It goes into your stomach, which is an acidic environment, which bacteria that's bad for you like. So it lives through your stomach, can even multiply, get worse. It hits your small intestine. And if you don't have the right bacteria, which you might not, because it's supposed to be killed in your mouth, then it can flourish and that's where it causes issues and problems. So you really want to build up your oral biome so that you can stop H. pylori, you can stop the flu, you can stop E. coli, you can stop the common cold inside your mouth before you actually swallow it into your system or it crosses through your mucous membranes. So this is what you mean when you say it all starts in your mouth. Literally that. 100%. It all starts inside your mouth. When I talked about bad breath, bad breath is a signal to you that you have an imbalance in your microbiome, which means that your bad bacteria is more than your good bacteria. If you have a healthy biome inside your mouth, you really should not have bad breath. If you have healthy biome, you are living in an environment or creating the environment inside your mouth that's mostly or more predominantly alkaline. So even when you eat an acidic food, and a lot of foods are acidic, including natural foods, it doesn't create the issues that happen because the bad bacteria isn't in your mouth. 
when you have that acidic environment. So you're not creating demineralization. You're actually creating an environment where minerals from your food or your, what you're brushing your teeth with, if you're brushing with the right product, can actually go back into your tooth and then remineralize. I've actually had people heal cavities using the right products. That's amazing. So let's break out one of the, I forgot what you called it, like the tooth toxin. (laughs) Toxapase? The toxapase. Let's break out one common chemical, which is fluoride. And this I really noticed. So I I took my two-year-old to the dentist and they said, use a, like a rice size bit of, you know, normal fluoride children's toothpaste but no more. And, and I was like, okay, that's weird. And then I read the bottle, the, the paste, and it was like, if swallowed, call poison control. And I'm thinking, <laughs> something doesn't line up here. Right? <laughs> so can we break down fluoride, especially because in New York City drinking water, it's fluorinated. Yeah. Yeah. Fluoride. Um, I actually did a recent episode on my Facebook about the nine reasons fluoride is toxic to your brain and the things that it can cause. Fluoride is really, there's no need for it. You really need to replace your, in your teeth because the whole idea behind it was dental health, right? What else would you use fluoride for? They actually find fluoride in people's bones that have too much fluoride, that they're ingesting fluoride. And when you talk about the warning, if you flip over any toothpaste that has fluoride in it, the warning basically states that if more than the recommended dose is swallowed, call poison control. And actually, in children's toothpaste, I have a children's toothpaste here somewhere that I use for demo. If you read the back of a child's toothpaste, it says, keep out of reach of children under the age of six. Crazy. And they have the minions on it, and it tastes like bubble gum. So excuse me, what child isn't going to see that and reach for it, even climb on top of a counter to get it out of the cabinet, to eat it when it tastes like sugary bubble gum with minions on it, and then you've got too much fluoride and you need to call poison control on how many people actually know that that's a huge problem. So yeah, technically if you swallow more and here's the funny thing. When I ask people, what do you think the size, like the serving size of toothpaste is, they all like show that they're (laughs) toothpaste with that big S swirl. Yes. Yes. The actual serving size of toothpaste is about the size of a normal pea. So that's it. So yeah, it doesn't take much to overdose or take too much of fluoride. So really, most people should have been calling poison control all through their life, including myself growing up. I know I swallowed toothpaste and used way more than the size of rice for a child. And it really is toxic to your brain. What's also interesting is that if, you know, I I call it death by design. And I truly believe that all of these things are put in products not by mistake, but to work together synergistically so that you end up developing issues down the road so that you would need, possibly need some medication or you need things. And what is really interesting is when you use aluminum deodorant, which is usually called antiperspirant, it has aluminum in it. And I know we're not talking about deodorant, but this is a really interesting correlation between dental and aluminum deodorants. The aluminum was put in deodorants 
to stop you from sweating, to keep those toxins in your body. We were made to believe, I just read this back in the early 1900s, a woman from Cincinnati, Ohio started an aluminum deodorant company. Nobody would buy it because everybody at that point felt like sweating was normal and sweating was healthy. And the only way she was able to launch her company was to switch the mindset of people to think that there was a problem and a health problem with sweating. So that's how aluminum deodorant actually got launched. And then people felt like, oh, I have a medical condition. I need to stop sweating. So anyway, the aluminum in deodorant when it combines with fluoride with from the toothpaste or from drinking water, fluoride in your body opens the gateway to your brain for aluminum to enter your brain. And aluminum, along with all the other issues with dental, like the bacteria, has been found in the brains of Alzheimer's victims or patients. So it's you know one of those things where when you're using toothpaste with fluoride and you're using deodorant that has aluminum you're actually compounding the problem even more and it's so crazy because i think just the general public belief is it's genetic it just happens who knows why this person has alzheimer's and this person doesn't who knows why it's on the rise but it's really our choices that we make every single day what we put in our body what we put in our mouth what we put in those sensitive places like our, uh, our underarms that, you know, those little micro doses every day change the outcome down the road. Totally. Yeah. You, you absorb everything that you put on. And like I said, that's why I want everyone to start thinking about your whole digestive system as the outside world trying to get in because you have a whole pathway to protect and it all starts with the oral biome. This is another reason why good health starts in the mouth is because when you swallow bacteria, good or bad, that sets up what is inside your digestive system. Still the outside world, but it sets up your environment in your gut. Here's how your immune system develops. Babies, when they're born, are born with a sterile mouth. So their mouth has zero bacteria in it. It's through the delivery, the, the, the delivery through the vaginal canal where they're exposed to bacteria, which then sparks the creation of their immune system inside their mouth. Further down the line, when they breastfeed, they also get bacteria plus some immune things through their mother which starts and sparks and starts to improve their immune system, but it all starts in their mouth. Their whole digestive system is sterile at the point of delivery until they are exposed to bacteria. And the same thing happens with us. You are first exposed to everything inside your mouth and that's where you build your immune system. And if you're brushing with something that's killing all bacteria, you are sterilizing the very first what, 12, 16 inches of your immune system right from the get-go. And the stuff that you're exposed to in your mouth should ultimately be killed there by the bacteria that you grow. And the bacteria that you grow might be different than someone else. It just depends on what you're exposed to. When you swallow, and this is how babies develop an immune system all the way through their body, is that when you swallow, whether through food or saliva, you are seeding that bacteria that you swallow is feeding and seeding the bacteria in your gut. So if you're swallowing bad bacteria, guess what you're growing in your gut? And if you're swallowing good bacteria, you're creating a microbiome of health. That's where you're creating your immune system. So for the most part, leaky gut does not start in your gut. It starts inside your mouth. So for those of us that were C-section babies or not breastfed, it's almost like we're starting with 
a little bit of a disadvantage early in life. A little bit. That's why it's always, you know, that's why it's always, always better to do what nature intended. Obviously there's reasons that you can't, but that is one of the reasons why um, babies that are born by C-section don't have as strong of an immune system as quickly. They catch up because they're exposed to things, you know, and everybody creates an immune system and a self-defense. The problem is they don't have that initial through the vaginal canal exposure to the bacteria. So they're at a little bit of a disadvantage. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be healthy. It just means that they're not getting that bacterial exposure right from the get-go. Right. So if we shouldn't be using what you can buy on the shelf at a Rite Aid, Dwayne Reed, (laughs) Amazon, what should we be looking for? So you want to shift your brain into believing or realizing that why you're brushing. So we were been, all been brainwashed. So I want to unbrainwash us here. Let's stop and realize that what we've been told is not really true. You don't really need to brush your teeth to clean them. If you create and make healthy saliva, if you're hydrated enough and you have the right, you're brushing with the right products, you will create saliva. Your mouth will be like a moist environment instead of dry feeling all the time. So your saliva has a couple functions. They're all very important. The first function, like I mentioned, is when you swallow it, it's going to carry the whatever bacteria is inside your mouth, hopefully it's good, to your gut to feed and seed that. The other reason you really want to make saliva is because it's really the only way your body has to put minerals back in your teeth naturally without, I'm not, I'm talking aside from food and what you brush your teeth with, your body puts minerals back in, in your saliva in order to remineralize your teeth. So that coating that when your, your saliva goes across your teeth, the whole idea is to actually remineralize your teeth. The third thing your saliva does is it cleanses your teeth. It neutralizes the acids from the food, but it also helps to wash away the food particles. So if we think about brushing our teeth, we don't necessarily need to be brushing them to clean them a toothbrush and water will actually clean them very well. The reason you should be brushing your teeth is to remineralize your teeth. You want to make sure that the whatever you're brushing with, whether it's powder or paste, it has some form of mineral in it. And if you're brushing with something that looks like this, <laughs> it has zero minerals in it, which basically means that as you're losing minerals in your body or from your teeth, you are probably not replacing them as fast even if you eat a healthy organic diet. And that would be because all soil, including organic soil, is very mineral depleted. And probably 30, 40, 50 years ago, our grandparents' parents could have eaten maybe one or two carrots and had the mineral content they need for their teeth. But today you would probably have to eat almost a dozen carrots to get that same mineral content. So really, if you're relying on your food, it's probably not enough. So you really want to make sure that what you're brushing your teeth with has some sort of mineral content in it. And for me, the most, the highest percentage or the best form of minerals is the clay itself. Dr. Weston Price, and I know you did a talk about this, another podcast, but one of the things that he studied was why third world countries have such great dental care. They smile. They have this huge white, teethy grin. Their teeth are huge. They're white and they have a healthy mouth. 
part of it is because the, the soil in third world countries is not mineral depleted. So the clay that we are brushing our teeth with, with my dirty mouth tooth powder, has three different clays in it, and they are all very mineral rich. And that's when, you, when you're brushing your teeth, you're cleaning the surface of your tooth, and the mineral has to be, it has to be in the ion form because that's what form your teeth need. And it has to be at the exact spot that has demineralized or a pit or a, a hole in it, a, whatever you want to say. If it doesn't happen and it continues to progress, then you will end up the first sign is sensitivity and then it leads to a cavity, which can lead to root canal, which can then lead to bone disease and things like that. So what's, so your product has three different clays. Does it have other ingredients in it? So it has uh, the bentonite clay, white, most, most tooth powder products are products that have clay, usually just have bentonite in it. Mm. Um, bentonite is the most common. I love the white kaolin and the French green. I added those to mine because they add a different set of minerals. And the French green is actually from the sea and it has, it's green in color and it has LJ and the, the phytonutrients from plants that are not only good for your teeth, but really good for your gum tissue. It also has baking soda. So baking soda is great for your teeth. It's just not great to brush with by itself. I know a lot of people have brushed with straight baking soda. The only, and, and the same goes for charcoal. People have brushed with straight charcoal. The only problem with both of them there's a, a, a belief out there that they're abrasive to your teeth, but they're very non-abrasive to your teeth. And I can talk about that if you want, but the main reason you don't want to brush with straight baking soda or straight charcoal is because when you look at the reason you should be brushing your teeth with is because you want to replace the minerals. Neither one of them have minerals in it to replace what you're losing in your teeth. So in a pinch, I usually tell my customers when you run or if you run out of dirty mouth tooth powder or like some people, they forget to pack it when they travel. The best thing you can do is to get a hold of some baking soda. Most hotels have a kitchen call down, say, hey, I need a tablespoon of baking soda, send it up to my room. In a pinch, you can use it. Brushing with it two, three or four days in a row is not going to hurt you. It doesn't kill your good bacteria. Baking soda is alkaline, so that's great charcoals alkaline, that's great. You're not going to destroy what you've built up as far as a biome inside your mouth. You're, in, you're just not going to be replacing lost minerals, but for a two or three day period, that's okay. But for long term, you don't want to brush with either one of those straight. You want to okay. blend it. So mine has a little bit of baking soda. If you get the black formula, it has a little bit of charcoal to help boost the whitening power. And then it has essential oils for flavoring. So peppermint has peppermint essential oils, spearmint has spearmint, so, and so on. So when someone checks out your products, because you have an amazing line of products, and it does not come in a pasty form, right? It comes in a powder form. Can you just describe, because I think some people at first are used to and trained for a certain toothbrushing experience. How would it be different? And how do people kind of get used to a different experience? So it's a completely different experience. In fact, <laughs> can I say it? Can I tell them what happens inside their mouth? Yeah. So it's been described as having an orgasm inside your mouth. <laughs> I love it. I did an Instagram post yesterday about how to create an orgasm. And it was step one is brush your teeth with dirty mouth tooth powder. Step two is wait, wait, wait. And then step three is boom, an orgasm just occurred. <laughs> I love it. And it really is because it's super fresh. It really, it, so clay is, for me, clay is the perfect thing to brush your teeth with. I'll get into the powder aspect in a second. But it, 
gently cleanses your teeth. It, it's a really good cleanser. It neutralizes acids. It doesn't create any kind of acidic levels in your teeth. It gently cleanses. It removes surface stains. So it's gonna, you're going to see some whitening effect from it. It helps restore your good biome. It, nothing grows in clay like bacteria, bad bacteria, it doesn't grow in clay. So it's not going to disrupt, disrupt your normal pH so that your good bacteria can survive, but it's going to kill the bad bacteria. So it's the perfect medium to grow your healthy biome. And then it also pulls toxins. Clay, people do an internal cleanse with clay as well, or even like a mud bath, they put clay on their body. Clay, it holds onto toxins and pulls them out of your body, of your tissues. So it's perfect for your gum tissue. A lot of people, heavy metals, you know, we don't realize it, but water, regular tap water has a lot of heavy metals in it. Heavy metals can be in your gum tissue. Toxins can be in your gum tissue. You really want to cleanse with something that's really going to cleanse it, cleanse your tissue. Clay does that. So being in the powder form can be a little unique for people at first, but most people, once they use it once or twice, they love it. You simply wet your toothbrush down. And for those people that can see the video, I can do a quick little demo. So you, this is my charcoal toothbrush. It's got a charcoal is infused into the bristles. So is, cool. Yeah. Um, so the charcoal helps to detoxify your teeth or your gum tissue a little bit more, helps to whiten and clean them a little bit better. This is the dirty mouth tooth powder. This is a three month supply. You only need a very tiny amount. So this is ultra concentrated. When you think of that big S swirl, um, most of that is inactive ingredients. So that's why we always think more is better, but really you don't need a whole lot of tooth powder. So the dirty mouth tooth powder is, in, is the powder form. So you simply wet your toothbrush. I shake it so that the excess water comes off my toothbrush. I dip it and I just dip the whole thing. I tap it and what sits on your brush is literally all that you need. And what's really cool is that when your brush is wet, this was a dry brush, but when your brush is wet, it sort of creates its own paste Mm. Or when you brush and mix it with your saliva as you're brushing, it creates its own paste. Why I like tooth powder better than paste is because no matter what I mix that with, it's diluting down the reason I brush my teeth, which is the minerals. I can mix that with coconut oil. I can mix that with olive oil, you know, the, the things on the market. There's normal, regular tooth, natural toothpaste that have water. Whatever you mix it with, you're diluting down the concentration of minerals, which is why I like leaving it in powder form. And that's, if you think about the reason you want to brush your teeth is to replace the minerals, you want the highest concentration of minerals in your mouth. The one thing I can say is if anybody is switching from toxapaste or something like this, there's an ingredient in, <laughs> an ingredient in most toothpaste, it's glycerin. Glycerin puts a coating like I call it like a saran wrap coating on your teeth. Ooh. And what happens, yeah, it's like a saran wrap. So a lot of people, they brush their teeth in the morning with glycerin toxapaste and all day long, their teeth feel fine. Sometime after dinner, they start to get a little sensitive in their teeth and they don't know why. Well, it's because it takes that long for glycerin to sometimes wear off your tooth. And when it starts to wear off, you start to notice sensitivity and then you, it's time to brush your teeth again. And you're like, oh, I'm fine again. You're really not fine. You're covering up the holes and putting saran wrap over them so that minerals can't get in, even if you were exposed to them, and you're not really solving the problem, that, that hole is going to eventually be a cavity, which is going to eventually need to be addressed. But when you brush with dirty mouth tooth powder, anyone that has any kind of demineralization going on 
you're going to be brushing off that glycerin coating. What's going to happen, this is your warning, what's going to happen is you're going to have an increase in sensitivity to your teeth for probably one to two days. But it doesn't take very long. It really takes about two to three days. And most people say that their sensitivity is completely gone. They can eat cold and hot foods within two to three days. And it's actually way better than when they were using the glycerin crap. So there. So let's talk about another two sensitivity. And granted, it's more vanity, but everyone wants whiter teeth. It's just the day and age in our culture. And you also have a great product around this is, so I've gotten my teeth whitened before and I literally called the dentist the next day and I was like, my gums are burning every second. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's normal. Take some Advil. So <laughs> I was like, don't you love it? normal? You're fine. I was like, this cannot be good in any way, shape or form for my teeth. I don't care how white or how great they look. But you have a solution to that. I do. Can you tell us why the traditional peroxide, I think it is, Mm -hmm. of teeth whitening is not good for us, not only from a sensitivity point, but just overall microbiome health. And then you have a great alternative. Yeah. So peroxide is the standard, you know, for the whitening strips, the whitening gels, um, even, even the dentists use peroxide, higher doses, a higher percentage of peroxide in dental treatments. But peroxide actually works by dehydrating your enamel. That's how it works to whiten your teeth. And it actually hurts when you have that demineralization going on and you have peroxide going into your enamel inside your tooth, your dentin is sensitive and it's like more of a fluid filled and it can impact the nerve a little bit easier. So peroxide hurts, not to mention that it's not healthy for you. It's toxic. It destroys your oral biome and you will swallow it. And it's not good. Like you you said, burning on your gum tissue, it can cause burning. So whenever there's burning, there's a destruction of tissue. So that's an open gateway for bacteria and other things to get inside your body. Not to mention that your body then has to somehow heal those those areas that are burned. Anyone with any kind of problems with their digestion, swallowing any peroxide is just not good. Uh, for anybody, but especially anybody with any digestive issues. So a lot of people, their pain point, they have avoided getting their teeth whitened because the pain of peroxide. So I really wanted to create something that would be a natural solution that would do more than just whiten your teeth. So what I came up with, it's a two-part thing. So it's the device itself, but it's also the gel that I created. So the first thing I'll show you if, for those that can see, this is the LED teeth whitening mouthpiece that I developed. It, it has two different colors of lights. Um, it has, let me plug it in. So it plugs into your cell phone. That's my favorite part, all the different yeah. cell phone plugs. <laughs> It's yeah, so, so amazing. It's genius. It's, it's so smart. It has the Android, the iPhone, and then any USB port. So like I can plug it right into my laptop, iPad, things like that, anything that has a USB port. And then uh, so the device itself has, and what I do is I, for 20 minutes, you set your timer on your phone, 20 minutes, you can do anything. My best customer, one of my favorite suggestions was using this while they were cooking because she's a snacker. Most people are when you're cooking, you're always, you don't even realize it. You put things in your mouth and by the time you sit down to dinner, you're not hungry, but you eat anyway. Um, so she said the best thing she did was incorporated it right into her daily routine of making dinner. So she puts this in her mouth, 20 minutes, makes dinner, but she doesn't snack. So it has four red lights and um, 12 blue, and these are all LED lights. They're not UV lights. They're completely different. LED is safe. 
It would be safe during pregnancy. It's safe for children. In fact, LED lights are used to help speed wound healing. It increases collagen. It increases blood flow and decreases inflammation. So for your gums, the reason I put them on here is for your gum tissue. Everyone over the age of probably 15 has some sort of gum inflammation going on. Most people don't realize it and then until they're in their 30s or 40s when it's bad enough that they need attention or need to do something about it. But gum disease primarily starts in your teens. So that's why it's super important to keep your gums healthy. So the red light is actually for your gum tissue. The blue LED lights do two things. It's set at the right frequency to kill those bad bacterial germs like H. pylori, E. coli, the common cold, the flu, things like that. The bad stuff that can get inside your mouth, the blue light actually can kill those so that you don't have to worry about ingesting them. And the blue light also helps to whiten your enamel. So it's there to whiten your enamel. But the gel itself is like my favorite thing because it answers the problem of the pain of peroxide, but offers a unique solution that doesn't just whiten your teeth. So I made the formulation with an olive oil base. A lot of people have done oil pulling or have heard of it. And the reason most people do oil pulling is to help pull toxins from their gums um, and from their mouth, their mouth tissues, not just the gums, the, your whole oral cavity. It's gentle enough that it doesn't kill your good bacteria, but it doesn't support the growth of bad bacteria. So it's very antimicrobial, antibacterial, all sorts of things. Most people use coconut oil for oil pulling. They don't use olive oil. Olive oil is actually better for oil pulling, for the, the pulling of the toxins and things, but the taste of it is usually not what people can tolerate for 20 minutes swishing in their mouth. So most people use coconut. So for this, I used olive oil. So it's a better medium for helping to pull toxins. In it, there's nothing else. The base is olive oil. What I put in it is a mixture of charcoal, activated charcoal to help whiten your teeth and also to pull the toxins, heavy metals, things like that from your gum tissue. There's two different clays in it. When I talked about the clay and how it has the minerals in it, the reason I put clay in here is because this is the ultimate remineralization gel. As you put this on your device or your teeth and this sits in your mouth, it's holding that gel in place for 20 minutes. You got 20 minutes, you're exposed to minerals that can actually strengthen your teeth. Here's the actual kicker about this whole thing. Your enamel is the whitest part. It's the outer part of your tooth and it is the whitest part. So some people, technically in the dentist office, before they do a whitening treatment, they're supposed to check how thick your enamel is because if your enamel's not thick enough, you shouldn't be getting a whitening treatment because it doesn't matter. What happens... But like, how often is that ever checked? I, I don't think I've ever had that checked. <laughs> right? And it doesn't matter. I'm going to show it for anybody that can see. So you can see this outer layer, the white mm -hmm. part is your enamel. Yeah. When it wears down, and if you have sensitive teeth, your enamel is wearing down. When it wears down, you can see the dentin. This is the dentin layer. It's the yellow with the blue is your dentin. Your dentin is just like it's pictured here. It's got a yellowishy, bluish, grayish color. So if you look in the mirror and your teeth, no matter what, are like a yellowishy, bluish color, it's probably because your enamel has worn down and you are seeing your, your dentin through the enamel. That's how thin it is. So what I did is put the, the clay in here so that you can actually rebuild your enamel. And this takes time. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. This is not a peroxide gel that 
is works instantly. So this is something that you might see, might take a couple times to use to actually seal whitening. Everyone's different. It removes surface stains right away. But as far as rebuilding your enamel, the, you just need to continue to use it. And it doesn't take long to use it. 15 minutes, initially five days a week for four weeks, and then three days a week would be sufficient for most people. But you want to continue to use it because you want to rebuild the enamel. As you rebuild the enamel, your teeth will be whiter because the enamel is the whiter part of your tooth. So then it has essential oils in it. And the essential oils do a couple different things. They help with your microbiome. They help support your gum tissue. They help increase the blood flow to your gum tissue. So while the red light's there, you've got the, the essential oils that are working with your gums. And then they also help, there's some in there that do help whiten your teeth as well. Can you use the LED device without any sort of gel? I've, yeah. I've seen your Instagram of walking through an airport. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. with the LED device healing gum tissue. Yeah. So the device itself can be used by itself. And when you do it by itself, you're primarily wanting to do it for the, most people do it for the red. The blue will kill the bacteria. So that's another reason, but also the blue light will whiten, but you really only need to do about a three to five minute treatment without the gel. And that's sufficient for your gum tissue. You can do it longer, but really three to five minutes without the gel is good. I usually recommend doing this like on a quick trip. Like if you're in the car for three to five minutes, pop it in. You can't talk anyway, like, right? Unless you're with someone. But if you're driving, commuting to work and you're by yourself, pop it in without the gel. Dr. Moorcroft, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he uses it with the gel on his commute to work. That's when he does it. He incorporated it right into his. And what's nice is that the gel is safe to swallow. So this is something that if you did it and you didn't have someplace that you could spit or whatever, the gel is, is gent I mean, it's olive oil, clay, charcoal, all of these things that we ingest, you know, or can ingest it's food grade. So you can ingest it. So as you are done with it, all you need to do is kind of swish your mouth and swallow it if you need to. But yeah, this can be used by itself without the gel. Amazing. I feel like I, my, mind of the societal norms has just exploded <laughs> during right? the last 40 minutes. <laughs> where, where can people find you? You have these amazing, amazing products. Where can they find your products? They can find me at primallifeorganics.com. But I think that, you know, as far as the teeth whitener, we can give them a link where they can actually save 50% off through a link that we can provide for them and they can yeah. actually get it for 50% off. That would be amazing. The listeners would love it. We'll drop it in the show notes. Yeah. You also have super fun Facebook lives. I do. <laughs> Just so everyone should go check that out. Are you on Instagram? You're on Instagram as well. I'm on yeah. Instagram, Primal Life Org. Twitter is Primal Life Org. Yeah. And we're also on Pinterest as well. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. I Thanks, love it. Emily. It's been so Do you now understand why good health starts in your mouth? Yes. <laughs> and brushing your teeth is not to get them clean. That's <laughs> right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> Debunking all the myths. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was so great chatting with you. Thanks, Emily. I was, it was so great to be here.